Well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to edit it out, but there's a perfect marriage going on out there through the window of leaf blower and hedge trimmer. Uh, what can I say, really? I think uh, if I was going to make a list of the most useless inventions ever, uh, hedge trimmer along with a salad spinner would definitely be towards the top of the list. Welcome to episode 152 of Mr. Burt Pods. Oh, he's gone into a different gear now. So, oh, God, it's like a motorbike. It sounds like a motorbike now. It's so annoying. Anyway, um, so it's been an uproariously uh, exciting roller coaster of a week <laughs> involving uh, work and uh, stuff going on outside the window, it has to be said. So, um, I've also got hay fever, which I'm not complaining about because oh, it's gone quiet. No, but, um, I've also got hay fever, which is just normal, so I'm not complaining about that. I just want people to know that I am battling through uh, hay fever and leaf blower and hedge trimmer to get this out to you today. Anyway, so uh, I've had the usual Monday morning start. I'm very tired. I've had a very long week. That's absolute rubbish, actually. I just had a bit of a tiring weekend. And um, I'm a bit tired today, so uh, I was all right, actually. I got up this morning quite enthusiastically. Uh, for some reason, went into reset and detox with Adrian yoga session, uh, which didn't make me feel either detoxed or reset, but it was all right. She did say halfway through it that um, even if you felt you were on the wrong, you'd chosen the wrong video just to keep going. And I did. But there were two moments when uh, I did have, I heard the words coming out of my mouth, you've got to be joking. Uh, so there we go. I'm looking at my uh, spider plant and it's definitely not looking well. There's some yellow leaves on it, which is disturbing me. So, and then I went for a run, which is all jolly, except stupidly I put my, it's a bit cold today actually. It was, it's been really warm these past few days and it was quite cold today. I stupidly put my phone in my pocket and then lost, I don't know why I did that, and then I lost the GPS for half a kilometre. So um, I was a bit annoyed about that. Other than that, I think I ran all right. I uh, have to shout out to Darren, who completed the Stockholm uh, marathon in four hours, 33 minutes, I think. Um, he can't just do the London marathon. Obviously, it has to be uh, anything to make life as difficult as possible. Uh, so it has to be this, the Stockholm one with a dodgy knee. I haven't heard whether the dodgy knee is still dodgy or what, but I'm sure I'll be told at some point. So well done, Darren. I did. I, put, I actually made a very big effort because I did put a slightly snide comment, uh, which is very unlike me, um, <clears throat> and a, a video he sent me on WhatsApp of him finishing the line. I couldn't actually see him cross the line. But uh, I managed, after a long time, uh, to screenshot, because the names were whipping through the board, people crossing the line, and managed to see his name, screenshot it. I put a little icon of me uh, holding a load of balloons, and um, what else did I put? A cup, golden champion's cup, uh, arrows pointing at his name and at the time. And I just got... Um, a little heart reaction to that so I was a bit annoyed about that actually because I put about half an hour's work into it he'll say it's because he's busy on a Monday 
And then, um, so yeah, so what have we been up to? So yes, it was the final week of the show, uh, which has been uh, quite emotional. <laughs> I can honestly say, hand on heart, this has been the nicest, best show I've worked on. Uh, no, I, I think there's two shows. My top two is probably equal top. Um, everyone on it was a joy to work with. Um, I've had such a, a great time. And the show itself was so brilliant uh, and absolutely fantastic marriage of text and uh, performance and production, it has to be said. And I had to say goodbye to everybody on Friday. And the nature of theatre is, you know, you it's a family, but, you know, it doesn't run forever. And when you're in a sort of a rep theatre like I'm in, things move on. And so, you know, you're not going to be with people forever. But it's still, when something is as enjoyable as what I've just done, it it's just really hard saying goodbye to people and then you're not going to see them the following week. Certain people are flying off to Greece uh, to do filming. So, um, mentioning their names. Um, so, yeah, it was lovely. Uh, and I just want to say, so some people will be listening to this, I just want to say uh, everyone has just been absolutely fantastic and I've loved every minute of it. Uh, and I should always remember it. So, um, yes, that's all I have. And I'm not really looking forward to the next one. It's just going to be miserable. Um, so, yeah, so, oh, look at my diary, I don't know, it's just been such a, the big drama of the week, so the big event of the week actually was not the show finishing, it was, um, the fact we had signs put up on lampposts and cones put along the road saying, I can't remember what day this was, Monday, Tuesday or something? No, it must have been Tuesday because it'd be after the podcast, otherwise I'd have mentioned it. Uh, do not park your car here on Friday or whatever. Uh, between 8 and 5, road resurfacing, your car will get towed. So, obviously, there was a, a huge amount of excitement in this household that we were finally getting. Well, not just this household, actually. Everyone around here got very excited about it. I mean, you know, there was just nothing else to talk about. Finally, we thought, well, the potholes are going to go. We're going to have a lovely resurfaced road. You can, you can tell by the use of tenses here where this is going. I got, apparently, I got to be in my bonnet about moving the car uh, to park it elsewhere. I didn't get to be in my bonnet about it. I just wanted to plan ahead. Uh, so eventually, I parked the car in the next road. That was all very exciting. Uh, everybody moved their cars. And um, I went for a walk on Thursday afternoon. Uh, when I got back from the walk, this is the afternoon before the day of the resurfacing, all the cones had gone and all the signs had been taken down. Uh, so the next morning at 8am there was no resurfacing and no resurfacing has been done. As you can imagine, it was very stressful having that huge build-up of excitement, uh, only to be, I just felt dashed uh, when it didn't happen. So we've still got a crappy road outside. So that was part of the roller coaster of the weekend, of the week, along with the show finishing. It's been a very emotional week. Um, what else has happened? Can't remember what I did on Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, it was two show days, and uh, 
we were bought, everyone in the theatre was bought um, pizzas and we had lovely pizza uh, each between shows. That was really nice. We didn't have a last night party, actually. Um, but that's all right. Um, oh, so going fast. Uh, oh, what a noise. Thursday, I thought I was working and I wasn't, so I got very confused. And then Friday, I did my last show. Um, I got a bit tearful, it had to be said. And then Saturday, uh, so Saturday morning, we then went down to Chichester because I booked tickets to see uh, Eileen Atkins in a play called 4,000 Miles at Chichester Minerva, which is the smaller of the two theatres. Uh, and uh, there are relatives in Chichester we stay with. So that was uh, quite a stressful journey down because uh, having no interest in football. Well, no, it's not quite true. I heard someone say, and I can't remember it was, that they're not interested in football, but they know if they were interested in football, it would take over their lives. So therefore they're not interested. And I sort of know I'm not interested in football because I know I would get obsessive, obsessive about it if I actually uh, made the effort to become interested in it. Uh, and I've got too many other things going on in my life. So that's what that's about. I hadn't, I knew the two Manchesters were playing. I just hadn't clicked. It was Wembley which course is on our way to Chichester. Fortunately, somebody mentioned it, so we were able to um, avoid Wembley, but we still there was still masses of traffic, and it took us a long time to get to Chichester because we sat in traffic forever on the M25, which is always exciting. Uh, and, then, and then there was another weird diversion on the A40, which neither of us could figure out. Uh, we just got taken down by the set and had some sort of country lanes uh, for no reason that we could work out but there must have been something going on on the A40 that we avoided well let's hope there was so needless to say we were late getting there but not late enough to miss the show uh, which was at five o'clock the uh, show was just beautiful and I just said to someone today that it was a sort of show I'd love to have worked on and just watch night after night because uh, it was one of those it was sort of there was four in the cast but uh, it was basically a two-hander. Uh, it was Eileen Atkins playing a 91-year-old grandmother in New York when her grandson turns up, who was, I don't know him, but he's done quite a lot. He's in the Netflix Heartstopper series, which I haven't watched. And he was, he was they were all really good, actually, all four of them were excellent. Um, I mean, obviously, Eileen Atkins, <laughs> Eileen Atkins was good. So um, it was one of those plays that just didn't spoon-feed you anything. It left you to work out uh, everything that was going on. It revealed things very slowly. Um, um, it was a play that, you know, you, that stayed with me and I thought about afterwards. And I could have watched it again and again, and I know I'd have just seen more and more and more and more in it. It's a beautiful play. Um, it was a, uh, I would call it quite scratchy. It was, because um, it didn't sort of explain things. It was like, somebody said it was like a slice of life and it was almost, and obviously, um, letterbox. Don't know what that is. That's a car with letterbox written on the side of it. And the next one name was putting up washing. It's always interesting. Um, uh, where was I? Oh yes, yes, it, it was sort of, it had characters in I didn't, I'd never really seen. It had, it had interesting, unusual relationships. Like a, it was a grandmother and a grandson. 
Um, and it took a while to work out whether they got on with each other or they didn't get on with each other. And of course, it was just complex because, you know, it was a complex relationship. Um, and then there was there was an adoption and there was a there was some sort of taboo subjects sort of touched on. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was wonderful. To actually, I must try and buy a copy of it because I want to read it. And um, it's a master masterclass in uh, putting the washing out, I have to say. And um, there was a question and answers afterwards, which was great. Which um, so Eileen Atkins and the four members of the, the four members of the cast, including Eileen Atkins, she was really really funny. Uh, didn't hold back. Whether that's because she's now eighty six or whatever, uh, and you don't hold back when you're eighty six years old because you don't care anymore, or whether she's always been like that, I don't know. But she was very very funny, and it, there were a lovely articulate cast, and it was a really nice interviewer who let them speak rather than taking it over themselves. And um, I really enjoyed. It. I was so. I mean, I was very very sad to be not there for the last night of the show, but um, I'm really glad I went to see it. I have to say. And then after that. Oh, and then I noticed a little figure shuffling around on the stage and the scene changes and realised it was somebody I knew from a show I'd done uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, no, yeah, must, I can't remember. It was the first show after lockdown when I went back to work. Uh, and that was lovely. So we caught up uh, and then it was back for a barbecue, which we were two hours late for. And um, that was very nice. That was my first uh, unhealthy-ish meal. Uh, I'm giving up Zoe. I, I, I sort of feel I've gone as far with Zoe as I can. It's you've got to. Well, I, you, the aim is to get um, is to eat seventy five points or over. I'm not going to go into it. It's all complicated. Uh, but my average for three months now has been seventy five. So I don't feel I need to do it anymore. I know what I'm doing. I've probably got the most fantastic um, gut uh, bio. What do you call it? Got by him, I can't remember anyway. So, um, yeah, so I haven't eaten very much meat for a long time. So, I had a barbecue, and uh, that was very nice. That was a lot, quite a lot of family there. And then Sunday, we did something, we went out for lunch. I charged the car, that was exciting. And then we went out for lunch, and I had the best haddock. Um, no, it wasn't a haddock, it was kippers. Um, I, I'm, I have a love-hate relationship with kippers because it's not very often they're done properly or they're done to my liking. And these were so lovely. Uh, I know everyone's profoundly interested in my kippers, but I'm telling you anyway. And, uh, and I had two poached eggs with them and I really liked it. So that was that. And then we came home and it was another bit of a... What's the journey like home? Somehow I ended up doing the majority of the driving both there and back. I'm not quite sure how that happened. Um, yeah, there were delays again on the way back. Something else was going on. I think it was the end of half term and everybody going home. It was all right. So I'm not, I am. That's why I'm so tired. I'm actually knackered, uh, and I'm never good at not sleeping in my own bed. And it was hot, but the weather's been lovely. I mean, I threw caution to the wind and put a short sleeve shirt on. I did keep a vest on underneath, though, obviously. Uh, but there we go, and it's uh, it's quite cloudy today, but it was the sort of temperature I wish it was just stayed as all uh, summer over the weekend. It was really nice. So uh, yeah, that was all that. What else has been going on? So I have, um, and um, 
I can't think what else I'd be doing. I've got to go and I looked into the garden and it's just, it's just, my excuse I'm doing no mo may. Uh, that's why the garden's let go, been let go. Uh, but it's just a, basically a jungle of green. So I'm dreading going out to that. Oh, and the other, oh, and then the other faffing around I've had this week or last week and the week before. Two of the handles on our windows are broken. So I've, Got in, I think I mentioned I was got back in contact with the company. Um, I don't know why it's taken so long. It's just emails going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. And then I got an email last week saying, oh, we haven't received payment from you. And it's like, well, I, I, you know, and then I spent a half a you know, morning going through everything, knowing full well the money's gone out and it's gone to the right people. And it went out, you know, the day they asked for it, which was at, you know, mid-May. Um and then when I've wasted all that time again then get another email saying uh, oh we've had a system crash computer crashes back up now and yes you have paid well what why so um, anyway they're obviously uh, aware from my uh, slightly terse emails that I'm not very happy about this so uh, I got phone calls this morning saying they're coming tomorrow however it's uh, we don't know what time we can come <laughs> we'll give you a call an hour before we come well obviously i need to get these you know there's, there's like a bathroom window i can't open so the bathroom is getting hot and smelly obviously because it's a bathroom and the bedroom window small bedroom window it doesn't open and um i just need it done asap not you know it's taken like nearly a month now since i initially contacted them so um, you can't say no i just think well it just so happens i'm between shows and I'm, i've got three days that I can be around and, you know, take a call and say they'll be here in an hour and that's fine with me. Um, I don't know what they think people do, really. But anyway, I shouldn't complain. It's been done. And all, all the washing's out there. And um, it's beautifully done, actually. I'm very impressed with that. And, um, yeah, so they should be coming tomorrow. And then I've also contacted some firms about the damp, the rising damp in the back which is another story, but at least I've actioned, I've started actioning that. Of course, the trouble is with me now, I've started actioning it. I feel I've done everything I need to do and I won't do anything else. I'm very good at that. Uh, and then, yes, so reading, uh, I've just finished Notes on Blindness, which I think is one of the most important books I've read, and I really, really encourage people to read it. Still can't remember it, but I think it's John Hull. Um and it's got a couple of sort of end notes to it, which are very moving and uh, beautiful. Uh, and I'm really, really enjoying the sentence. And I can't remember. Oh, Louis. I don't know how to say her name. It's Louise Erdrich or Edrich or something. But I'm really enjoying that. But I'm not into it enough to talk about it yet. Uh, the big TV show is Mr. Queen, which is a South Korean drama, which is absolutely marvellous. Um, keeps the each episode's about an hour and a quarter, and I keep sitting down to watch it for half an hour, and then lo and behold, um, we've finished the episode. Uh, it's very funny, but very exciting and very romantic, very on the edge of your seat, and confusing and historical, and it's just really, really good. So, if you want a good Korean South Korean drama, I'm not sure it's the best to watch if you've never seen a South Korean drama before. Anyway, they're all on Netflix. There's loads of them and loads of them on Netflix. And um, my latest obsession, somehow I've got into listening to Jessie Ware, the singer. And I don't know how I got into her. 
I must have read a review of her album or something. Anyway, I've been listening to Jessie Ware and uh, I read an interview with her and found out she does a podcast. She's been doing it for years, long pre-COVID, with her mum called Table Manners, um, which basically she and her mum have um, a famous person around (laughs) and just cook them a meal uh, and talk about food a lot. And it's this extraordinary selection of people. I mean... It's the most eclectic list of people they have around. I I'm on series three. They've done 16 series of it. It's hilariously funny because uh, they're just mum and daughter um, sort of sniping and loving each other. And then they just cook this amazing food and the guests come. And sometimes the guests don't even talk very much about themselves because they're just busy talking about the food they're eating and their relationship to food in life. I honestly, I'm absolutely addicted to it. I've got, I just go from one episode to the next. I should, of course, be listening to Sally Bailey's uh, A Reading Life, A Writing Life, because I'm about four episodes behind on that, but don't tell her. Um, but I love it anyway. It's called Table Manners. It's on Spotify and all sorts, and I can thoroughly recommend it. It's the initial ones are very much their friends uh, as they're sort of getting it going. So, um, and as it, it's obviously getting more and more popular, they're getting bigger names as they go along with it. But it's just so funny and very insightful because obviously when people are enjoying a meal, uh, they let their guards down a little bit. Um, but it's it's laugh out loud funny. Uh, so that's my uh, yeah obsession at the moment. And um, it's very quiet outside today, actually. There's a skip down the road. Uh Oh, and actually, I just realised the noise has stopped. When did that stop? Um, and there's a white van just gone past. But other than that, it's not very exciting outside the road. They've put a big um, piece of wood at the bottom of the large fence. When I first started this podcast, I remembered I was obsessed with the fence over the road, um, which has uh, never been in great condition, it has to be said. They don't come in and out of the... Uh, the gate bit of it anymore. I've just realised, which is why I've stopped talking about it. Or if they do, I've never seen them for a long time. So they've just put a bit of wood at the bottom of it, as it was obviously just falling to pieces. So that was quite interesting. And the um, the extension is uh, well, it's they've painted it all white now. It must be getting near to being finished. Please, God, let it be near finished. It's so ugly, but uh, at least it's not looking half built anymore. Getting on for about nearly two years now. That's been going on. I, could, I mean, Rome was probably built quicker than that extension. And I don't know where to stop now. I've finished the podcast. So, um, yeah, I'll be back next week. And thank you all for listening. <laughs>